Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It is June 24th and whether you are headed out to the beach this summer or maybe up to the mountains, whether you're getting on a plane or taking a little ride in the car, you know you're going to need something to read. And if we are talking books and reading, then you know that sort of awesome regular Katie Proctor is here to hook us up. Hello, Katie. Hi, Meg. You yourself just got back from a little summer getaway, right? We did. We took the RV for nine days, which is the longest we've ever been gone for that in that. And it was very fun. Okay. I got to ask, did you get any reading done when you were on your trip or was it more just like family stuff? Very little reading. Um, (laughs) I did keep up with my, you know, like I do the slow but steadies for nonfiction. So I read like a couple pages a day or something. But Otherwise, I think I finished one book the whole trip, which was fine because it was so fun to be out in nature with the kids and my husband and we had a great time. So yes. And as anybody who has ever traveled with children knows, (laughs) that's that's like a full time job in and of itself. So (laughs) well, I am so glad that you got to wrap up your school year and already get out for a little getaway. And I'm so thankful that you have been collecting some reads to share with us specifically for our summer reading some things that I know are going to make all of us awesome. So happy. You guys, Katie has something for everyone from really fascinating, interesting fiction to some essay collections and memoirs. She's even got you a little romance with a side of spice, right, Katie? (laughs) Yes. We're going to save those for last for the most fun. (laughs) Yes, we will. Absolutely. We have so much summer reading goodness ahead for you guys. I'm Meg Teets, and this is Sort of Awesome. Welcome back, awesomes, to the show that loves to support you in becoming smart, strong, and social. If you have been looking for some amazing women to connect with and a community that will support you no matter what age or stage of life you're in, I am so thrilled to tell you that you have come to the right place. And if you're enjoying Sorta Awesome, please make sure you've subscribed wherever you listen to this podcast, whether it is on Spotify or your favorite podcast app, maybe Amazon Music. Make sure you've subscribed so you never miss a new episode from us. And can I suggest joining one of our online communities? This is the perfect time of year, if you have not already, to join our Sorta Awesome Hangout group. This is the heart of our community 
We love to come together and support each other no matter what's going on. So if you need a little troubleshooting for a problem in your life, or maybe you need some travel recommendations, maybe you are looking to get out of town and you need some help with a specific city, trust me, we've got awesomes there who will hook you up. We've got a little bit of everything going on in the Hangout. We would love to have you join us over there. You can search on Facebook for Sorta Awesome Hangout and find us. Katie, you and I both like to hang out there and see what everyone's talking about too, right? Yes, it's my favorite place on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. If it weren't for the awesomes, I think many of us would have abandoned Facebook altogether, Mm -hmm. but our community keeps us there for sure. So we do have so much summer reading goodness to get into here in just a few minutes. But first, let's go ahead and start this show the way we always do with our awesomes of the week. Awesome of the Week is the moment in the show where we stop and talk about whatever is making life a little bit more awesome right now, whether it's a book or a TV show, a movie, some music, a podcast or some products that we're into. We've got good stuff for you to make your life a little bit more sparkly. Katie, I can't wait to hear what you have for us for Awesome of the Week. Okay, so I have found the deodorant. After searching for probably years to find the deodorant, because I think like a lot of us, we have ditched our aluminum, you know, antiperspirants and trying to find some more natural ways to, you know, have a good deodorant. But every single one that I have tried has worked for like a little bit of time. And then Mm. I have broken out in like a terrible rash, right? So I'll be like really excited that I found the thing. And then weeks later, I have a rash again. But this one I have used for almost a year through all the seasons, including a very hot New Mexico summer, part of a Texas summer. And it has not failed me yet. And so this is the native deodorant, but it's the sensitive formula. So you have to find, I had to use the sensitive formula. It just doesn't have any baking soda in it. Right. And I have tried, I think Kopari's doesn't have baking soda, but right. they still made me break out. So there's something in oh, it, but yeah. Native's formula with the sensitive is perfect for me, for my body. Okay. And I love it. Now the sensitive sense that you can get in the store, like you can find this at Target, you can find it at drugstores. Um, I even found it at my Albertsons the other day, but they don't carry a lot of the sensitive scents and the ones that they do carry are kind of boring. So I love their website though, because you can build your own box. And so you can get three at a time. You can save a couple dollars, I think on each one that way. There's free shipping when you do it that way. And they have the most fun seasonal scents of all times. Like right now, I think I'm wearing like a peach cupcake one. And my favorite one, which is coming in the mail soon is a rosé. And that's my favorite summer one. So they have all kinds of fun scents. And um, they make the sensitive ones and all of them online. So I love it. It's a native sensitive deodorant. If you have any kind of issues like I do with your armpits, find that one. Finding the right deodorant is like, it's the hassle that no one needs in their life, right? Right, right. Um, We have had so many struggles. My husband also has extremely sensitive skin. Now the Kapari unscented works great for him. And he's like, I will, I can never change. Yeah. That's <laughs> how I feel ever, right now. I'm like, don't yeah, ever. Exactly. <laughs> he's like, what's to stockpile? Like he usually does have two or three extras because he's like so worried mm-hmm. that it might go away. Um, but truly I understand the plight of trying to find the perfect deodorant, especially if you do have sensitive skin. So yay. I'm so excited for you. That's so yes. great. <laughs> okay. My awesome of the week, Katie, I've kind of been saving to share with you because I know that one thing that you and I, we have many things in common. One of them being that we both super, super, super love our Thrive Cosmetics, right? Yes. Especially yes. the mascara. And I have said for years that the liquid lash extensions from Thrive Cosmetics was my ride or die forever mascara. But Katie, did I you find a one. new one? 
I've got one shocked. That, I know it's inching up. Like it, I don't know if I'm quite ready to say like this is the holy grail forever, but I have been amazingly surprised at how much I'm loving this mascara. And I kind of bought it on a whim and I'm a little bit obsessed. So this is the. Let me make sure I get the name right. This is the Perfect Strokes Universal Volumizing Mascara from Rare Beauty. Now, mm. I don't know if you know this, Katie. I did not know this. Rare Beauty is Selena Gomez's beauty line. Did you know that our girl did Selena not. was doing some beauty? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so she's got a, a whole beauty line. You can find it at Sephora. That's where I found it. And um, this is the only product from Rare Beauty that I've tried, but it, almost all of the products I noticed on Sephora have really great reviews, including the mascara, which at Sephora has like um, like a 4.5 rating with over a thousand reviews. Wow, which that's good. You know how Sephora reviewers are. Like they're serious mm-hmm. about their makeup. And so shortly before my sister Emily's wedding earlier this month, I needed some new mascara. I did not have time to order new from Thrive Cosmetics. So I just like ran into Sephora and I found this. And Katie, I'm super in love with it for a couple of reasons. Like the liquid lash extensions, it gives you a ton of volume and it gives you some great curl for your lashes even without curling. I don't, I'm lazy. I don't curl my eyelashes, but I don't have like naturally curly eyelashes. It's going to give you a great amount of curl and tons of volume. I'm wearing it right now. I don't know if you can. I can tell. <laughs> can they look very the bold screen. and exciting. Yes. Okay. So it's similar. However, as you know, the Liquid Lash Extensions is a tubing mascara. So mm-hmm. once you put it on, like you're kind of locked in. There's. It's not really, I would not say that Liquid Lash Extensions is a buildable mascara. It's like you put it on, It those tubes go around your lashes and, and you're your set. And that's one of the reasons I love it. However, this Perfect Strokes mascara from Rare Beauty is buildable. So if you just wanted to do just like one swipe, it's going to give you great lashes, but it's going to be a lot more natural look. Um, It's also, but if you wanted to keep going and build up Mm -hmm. a couple of more coats on it, it's so much more forgiving and so much easier to work with than the liquid lash extensions are. I don't know. I'm just super loving it. And it wears so well. It wore all through wedding day festivities for my sister's wedding, through laughing, through sweating, because it was an outdoor wedding, through dancing, through tears, like all of the things. It wore beautifully, no smudging the whole day on into the evening. To me, I was like, this is a killer mascara. And it's not even like, I don't think that the formula is necessarily waterproof. I was going to ask if it was waterproof. Yeah. Like they don't market it as being waterproof, but I have experienced it to be waterproof, whether through, like I said, sweating or crying or whatever you're doing, it really holds up. So that's exciting. And I know like lots of people use fake lashes for weddings. So if you felt like this was a good substitute for fake lashes, that's a pretty good endorsement. Yes. So I have been loving it. It's $20 and you can find it at Sephora. We'll put a link in the show notes. I'm like, my curiosity is peaked now about Rare Beauty. I'm going to check out some more of their products from Ms. Selena Gomez and see what she has come up with for uh, our beauty fixes. So yeah, I just was really excited to tell you about this mascara. That's exciting. (laughs) 
All right. So we will put links in the show notes for you guys to check those out. Of course, we always want to hear what's awesome in your life. So come and find us on social media. Like I said, Sort of Awesome Hangout Group. Every single Friday, we talk about what's awesome in your life. We also do that over on Instagram, and you can find us there at Sort of Awesome Show. Katie is going to hook us up. Your library cards are going to be just like burning with all this good stuff, or maybe you've got some Audible credits saved up. I know I do. So she's going to tell us how to spend our summer reading time when we come right back. Okay, awesomes, I don't know about where you live, but here in Oklahoma City, it feels like it's already a million degrees outside. The last thing that I want to be doing is running all over town in this heat, buying groceries and hauling them in from the car. Finding all of your grocery items in one place at an affordable price is almost impossible these days. But with Thrive Market, I get everything we need and so much more. I love that with Thrive Market, we can shop for everything from healthy pantry essentials and sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products, and it's all delivered right to our door. And I love that Thrive Market has that price match guarantee. If you find a price lower elsewhere, Thrive Market will match it. Thrive Market carefully vets each and every item so that you can trust if they sell it, it's probably the highest quality available. Finding everything you need is easy on Thrive Market because you can filter by 90 plus values and lifestyles to find what works for you. With over 5,000 food, home, and beauty products, finding what you need is easy with Thrive Market. Not only do I love picking up so many grocery essentials there, since it is summer in my last Thrive Market order, we loaded up on sunscreens for everyone in the family. I especially love the All Good Kids Sunscreen Spray, SPF 30. If you've ever put sunscreen on a kid, you know that the spray is going to be your best option, and I got a great price on it at Thrive Market. So join Thrive Market today and get $80 in free groceries. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash awesome to get $80 in free groceries. That's thrivemarket.com slash awesome, thrivemarket.com slash awesome. All right, friends, I know it's summer. The last thing you want to do is think about life insurance, but hear me out, especially you parents out there. Fabric has incredible term life insurance policies that can be customized to your family, and you can be up and running in just 10 minutes. Then you can fully enjoy your summer worry-free because you know your family is protected. Fabric was built by parents for parents to help make it easier to manage your family's finances. Fabric is all online, so everything is on your schedule. You don't need to schedule anything or make time for phone calls or appointments. You just apply online when it's convenient for you. It takes less than 10 minutes to apply. You see your quote, and then you personalize your quote to fit your family's needs. You could be offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. Fabric's new lower prices mean significant savings over other providers with great quality policies, like a million dollars in coverage for less than a dollar a day. And Fabric's online hub lets you handle all your family finances in one place, not just your life insurance. You can create a will, start your kids' college saving plans, and even set up a rainy day savings fund. So protect your family financial future with fabric. Apply in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash awesome. That's meetfabric.com slash awesome. M-E-E-T fabric.com slash awesome. Fabric insurance agency policies issued by Vantis Life, not available in New York and Montana. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. We are back. And as you guys know, if you listen to Sorta Awesome, you know that Katie Proctor is our books and reading specialist. She comes whenever we want to talk books and reading. And Katie, something that I 
so appreciate about the books that you bring is you have really great, a really great diversity of selections and you have really great taste. So I always know you're going to bring something interesting um, that's really going to speak to us. So let's start with your fiction category, because I think a lot of us think about summer reading. We think, oh, let me pick up some fiction. I want to get lost in a great story. So I know you've picked some fiction selections for us. You even put together a little theme for your yes, fiction selections, right? Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> So this first category, I put fast plots with fun characters, important themes, and great representation, which matters a lot to me. You know, we want to read outside of our own experiences. And so that matters a lot to me. Yeah. And those fast plots are perfect for the summer if yes. you want a page turner to just kind of get you through the summer days. Yes, exactly. So the first book I brought is called True Biz by Sarah Novich. This was a book of the month pick. I grabbed it because Mindy uh, loved it. And so I was like, oh, easy pick from book of the month, grabbed yeah. it and then read it. Um, this book tells the story of a River Valley school for the deaf, a few of its students and its headmistress. Charlie is a new student who has a cochlear implant that doesn't function properly, which I did not even know that was a thing. Yeah. Um, up until this point, she's been in mainstream school and not learned sign language to communicate. So okay. as a result, she's felt pretty isolated from both the deaf and the hearing communities. Yes. Um, her mom really wants this cochlear implant to work, mm. I think, because, you know, and she's a complicated character because she wants what's best for her child, but she's actually not listening to her when she says she just wants to learn sign language, you know, and live out that life. So... You know, then there's Austin, who's pretty much deaf royalty at the school. His parents went there. His grandparents went there. Um, he's trying to kind of get her acclimated to the school. He's teaching her all the sign language. They become pretty close. And then at the very beginning, we find out that three of the students are missing from the school. Oh. And so that kind of propels this mystery. And then you back up to the beginning and go through. And then by the end, you kind of figure out what happened with that. There's also a fabulous headmistress who is a hearing woman named February, and she finds out early on that the school is actually going to be closed by the district. So she's all kinds of conflicted mm. about keeping her students there and protecting everybody. And so it's just a lot of layers in this story. I You learn a lot about deaf culture and deaf history. Right. And I feel like this is just something that most hearing people just don't know a lot about unless you're closely connected to it. So Absolutely. And Sarah Novich herself is part of the deaf community. And so hearing from her own experience, her own, you know, her own voices really voice, um, yes. is great to not only learn, but to be lost in the story. I mean, you just love these kids. You feel for them. You feel all of the conflict and tension about what's going on in their lives. And it, it was really a great read. So this was True Biz by Sarah Novich. That sounds incredible. And you make such a great point that this is definitely a community and a culture that unless you have reason to be part of it, that just many of us just don't even know the nuance and the, the different dynamics and the controversies and the, you know, the things to be aware of. And so, um, I'm very much looking forward to that. Mindy Rouse, of course, is a, a great source always for books. I feel like that explore different aspects of, um, you know, different experiences that we have in terms of neurodiversity or, mm -hmm. um, you know, body ability and all of those types of things. So I'm like you, if she said it was a good read, then I'm like, okay, I will definitely be interested in picking that one up. There's a, also a black character in there. And she talks a little bit about black American sign language, which oh, I did not know was a different kind of dialect, basically in sign language. Um, and so they kind of explore that topic too, which I thought was fascinating because I, again, didn't, wasn't even aware of that. So, so great. Okay. That's, yeah. that sounds fantastic. All right. What else you got for us in fiction? 
Okay, so this next one is really fun. You've probably seen it everywhere. It's called Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. This was also a Book of the Month book. I didn't pick this one up on Book of the Month. I actually did this one on audio, and it was fantastic. Um, This one's probably the buzziest book of the summer. It's one that I have seen literally everywhere. But I loved it so much I had to include it. So it tells the story of Elizabeth Zott, and she is a woman chemist in the 1960s. She has had to deal with a lot of sexism and misogyny in the STEM field. She um, I don't even know. I don't remember, but I don't think she even finished her degree because of something yucky that happened at her graduate mm, school. Yeah. So there is that at the beginning, um, but the rest of it is pretty lighthearted and funny. And she ends up uh, leaving a job at a lab where she is mistreated and starts a cooking show for, you know, housewives. And it's like primetime cooking show. So she, she gets all the ingredients out and talks everybody through how they're going to make yeah. dinner. And she ends up kind of teaching chemistry through cooking oh, on TV. Mm. Um, and then, you know, she gets very feministy and some things get her in trouble, but she's a great character. You're rooting for her the whole time. She has a great daughter. She has this great dog who is like kind of narrates part of the story. His name is 630 and he's kind of like she teaches him words and things. And so that part's a little oh bit weird for some people, but I really liked it. Yes. Um, and I just thought it was so fun and it was just a great, you know, lighter, but with some important themes book. And I actually ended up giving this one to, as a gift to our science teacher on my team who's retiring this year. Oh, and fun. so she, and she messaged me and she was like, I'm supposed to be redoing my house right now, but I can't stop reading this book. So um, it's really great. This one's called Lessons in Chemistry by Bonnie Garmus. Oh, that's so good. That sounds wonderful. And I'm glad to hear. I always love to hear from you whenever something's great on audio. So because like I said, I've got a few audible credits saved up. That sounds fantastic. And I really love those books that in with a light touch help you interact with some heavier themes. Mm -hmm. And I do think it's so important too for those of us who are women in this generation to have a an expanded view on what it was that our mothers and grandmothers were going through in those decades. So that sounds fantastic. Yes, it's so fun. All right, what's next step? Okay, so this one's a little bit backlist, but not much because it came out last summer. And I don't even remember if I told you about this one before, but it's called The Gunkle by Stephen Mm. Rowley. And when I think of summer books, this book pops right to the top of my list because the cover is like yellow and blue and summery and pink, and it's just wonderful. But this one, so for anyone who hasn't gotten to it yet, here's your little bump to pick it up because it's a really good summer read. So The Gunkle follows Patrick, and they call him Gup, Gay Uncle Patrick. And he is kind of reeling after the death of his best friend, but also sister-in-law. So his brother ended up marrying his best friend right after the funeral. His brother comes to him and says, I have to go to rehab. I can't take care of these kids. You have to do it for the summer. So the two kids go with gay uncle Patrick to his home in California where he's a pretty successful um, actor. And so he's pretty well known. He has a big old mansion with a pool and he has these great neighbors that are hilarious. And he, takes care of the kids for the summer. He's wildly unprepared, but as they, you know, get to know each other more and he kind of helps them through their grief in like the most beautiful way possible. So it sounds kind of like a sad book, but actually it's, there's a lot of laughing. There's a lot of light. There's a lot of fun. There's a dog in this one too, that you just love. And so this one's just one of those, like you want to hug it at the end. It's a great feel good summary, sit by the pool kind of read. 
That one definitely had so much buzz last summer, and it does sound like it is a good, like, kind of summer themed, obviously, because mm-hmm. it's taking place in the summer. Um, but again, one of those that can kind of um, help you in a lighthearted way to engage with some things like grief or recovery or, you know, the various things that it touches on. Yes. Oh, that sounds really good. So good. It's a so great good. one. Okay. And I know you have another fiction pick for us too. Okay. So this one was probably my favorite of the whole list and I had to give it its own category and it's the book with the curmudgeonly octopus as a narrator. All right. that If that doesn't just scream summer reading, I don't know what does. Right? Okay. So this one is called Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. And this book was the book I was the most excited about. As soon as I saw a cover, as soon as I saw a title, I was like, I am getting this book. I pre-ordered it. You know, I had it on my doorstep on the day of release and read it immediately because I was so excited. I have a little thing for octopuses. They're my favorite little oh, sea creatures. So I did um, not know that about yes. you. How interesting. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to clock that. I'm remembering that for future reference. <laughs> so this book tells the story of Tova. She's an older woman in her seventies. She works as a night janitor for the aquarium in her small town. One night she discovers that Marcellus, who is the giant Pacific octopus at the aquarium is he's struggling because he got out of his enclosure, octopuses are very sneaky and yes. very flexible. So they get out a lot of where they're yeah. supposed to be. And, and he's kind of stuck in some wires. And so she realizes that this is a problem and he has to get back into the water within a certain amount of time or he's yes. not going to make it. So she kind of helps untangle him, puts him back in the water. And then they kind of develop this wonderful friendship between an octopus and a human. Um, he also narrates part of the story. So he does it. It's not magical in the way that he, like, he talks to her, but he right. we get to see his point of view. And so he knows all these things because he's been in this aquarium watching everybody this whole time, right? So he has all this insight. He tells us lots of interesting things about his own body and what's going to happen to him and how long he's supposed to live. He's just like a brilliant octopus. Anyways, so we have Tova. She has lost her husband recently when uh, years, years ago, she lost her son, also her young adult Mm -hmm. son. Mm -hmm. And there's kind of a mystery surrounding that. Like we don't know what happened. They just said he disappeared and they never found him. They assumed he was dead. Um, So there's kind of a mystery going on with that. And then we also have a 30 something named Cameron who honestly annoyed me so much at the beginning because he's just like this, like really (laughs) smart, but really like loser person who doesn't have any direction in life. And you're just like, what are you doing here? But their stories, you know, kind of (laughs) converge and then you end up loving all of them. Oh, and. It's just a really beautiful book. She's, she's trying, Tova is trying to decide what she's going to do next. Is she going to move to a retirement mm. community outside of her town? Is she going to sell her house that she's lived in forever? There's this really cute Scottish, uh, grocery man who like is in love with her, but can't tell her that he is. And so Aww. there's just all these cute little small town things. And it's just one of those books again that you want to hug when it's done. And that's called Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. I love that. And just the concept of, first of all, octopuses or something, or is it octopi? I don't know. Something that octopuses, actually. (laughs) Which sounds so weird, but it is. I have. You know, read multiple I things trust. I was going to say, I trust your expert <laughs> view on that. I will believe you. It was something that many of us don't really think about. And then just the idea of this, the, the bond between humans and animals mm-hmm. and the healing can, that can take place there and stuff. So I'm into it. Those are some fantastic fiction selections. And I love the, the kind of overall summer theme, but they're all taking stories in different directions for mm-hmm. sure. Now, if I know you, I suspect you you probably also have a middle grade 
pick for us. I do have one middle grade pick. Okay. And this one just like screams summer because it takes place in the summer in the 80s. And so many of us who either were born in the 80s, I was born in the 80s, but lots of us have grew up in the 80s. And so this one will feel very nostalgic. This one's called Frankie and Bug by Gail Foreman. And it starts in the summer of 1987. Bug is our main character and she is 10 years old. She wants nothing more than to hang out on the beach all summer with her brother. That's what she has done for all the summers before. And her brother's getting older. He's a teenager and he's like, I don't really want to hang out with my 10-year-old sister. So she's feeling very sad and left out. And she ends up having to hang out with her neighbor's nephew, Frankie, who's in town for the summer. Okay. And there's also a serial killer situation happening. Like, yeah, I mean, it was the 80s, right? They named him like something strangler. And these two are like bound and determined to figure out who the strangler is. Of course. So they like go on reconnaissance missions to figure this out. They spend some time at the beach. They just spend some time getting to know each other. And Bug is very much at first like, I don't like you. I don't want to deal with you because you're not my brother. This is not what I wanted. But she ends up loving Frankie. She ends up finding out a lot of important truths and hard truths about the AIDS epidemic, about the identities of people that are close to her, especially their neighbor and Frankie. So this has great LGBT representation in it. And it's a, it's a fun story, but it's also a little bit heavier, but it also summary. So it's kind of a mixture of all those things. I thought Bug reminded me so much of Ramona. She's like a great, very, you know, sassy and impulsive and funny kind of character who's kind of clueless until she's not. And um, I also want to plug the audio for this one because Stalker Channing reads it, which <gasps> which might be the connection between Bug and Ramona for me because she also read all the Ramona books. But yes. the narration is fantastic. It's a great story. And there's just lots to love in it. So, Oh, I'm absolutely going to read this. I mean, when you said summer in the 80s, I was hooked immediately. (laughs) That's a huge driving factor for why I love Stranger Things is that 80s nostalgia Mm -hmm. and they get it just like so pitch perfect. And so, I mean, that is just like crack to me. I will always... I will never be able to turn it down. So, but it sounds like this story is really charming and really important too. It is. It is. So that one was called Frankie and Bug and it's by Gail Foreman. Okay. And I will check that out on audio. I'm always looking for something else to put into my earbuds for sure. So, okay. Well, Katie put together this fantastic list of fiction, but as you guys know, you don't, you're not limited to fiction. You're at, you're at the mm-hmm. beach or you are in an RV. You can pick up and read whatever you want. So when we, we come back, Katie's going to share with us some nonfiction selections as well as that spicy romance as promised. So we're <laughs> going to get to even more books and reading for your summer 2022 when we come right back. Awesomes, we all know that being a pet parent is a huge responsibility. Obviously, our pets can't talk. We do our best to understand what's going on, but knowing that there's something up with them or their health and not understanding why can make you feel absolutely panicked. Well, Enter Fuzzy. Fuzzy is a telehealth service for pet parents that offers 24-7 access to personalized pet care from veterinary professionals. From those everyday questions to those panic-inducing middle-of-the-night emergencies, Fuzzy has the answers that pet parents need through either live chat or even a virtual vet consultation that are available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Fuzzy can answer your pet questions, both the big ones and the small ones, the urgent and the everyday. Fuzzy can also recommend the exact right products for your pet. 
all of which are handpicked by their established team of veterinary professionals available at discounts exclusive to Fuzzy members. That's what we've been loving about Fuzzy. We love our two-year-old Boston Terrier so much. They're definitely part of the family. And so we went to feed them well. Thanks to our consult with a vet at Fuzzy, we were able to figure out some fantastic nutritional solutions that are just right for them. So from getting your pet's diet just right to meeting middle of the night needs to finally figuring out what makes their breath smell that way, nothing is too big or small for a quick fuzzy call. Right now, Fuzzy is offering you awesomes a free seven-day trial membership. Go to yourfuzzy.com slash awesome today to sign up. That's a free seven-day trial and access to exclusive member discounts on pet meds, supplements, food, and more at Y-O-U-R. F-U-Z-Z-Y.com slash awesome. Again, your fuzzy.com slash awesome for your free trial of fuzzy with access to 24-7 personalized pet care and vet recommended products. Friends, your body is an amazing organic machine. We all know this, right? It can turn food into energy. It heals wounds, supports your consciousness, and so much more. But it needs the right fuel and signals to function at its best. And some of those signals include adaptogens. These are compounds that balance hormones and help you deal with stress in a healthier way. If you're feeling tired, these compounds can give you a boost of energy. If you're stressed, they help you return to that natural state of calm. They literally help you adapt to the stress of life. My favorite source of adaptogens is Organifi. They create these delicious superfood blends that mix easily with water. They make it easy for me to get more adaptogens in my day, like ashwagandha, reishi mushroom, rhodiola, and more. If you're looking for an easy way to support your amazing body, I highly, highly recommend trying Organifi. Organifi is a line of organic superfood blends that offer plant-based nutrition with high quality ingredients and less than three grams of sugar. They have different flavor options like the green juice, red juice, that's my favorite, I drink it every morning, gold chocolate, and they even have pumpkin spice for the holidays. All of them include superfoods for resetting the body and feeling amazing. If you want the highest quality plant-based ingredients for optimal health, go to Organifi.com and use code AWESOME for 15% off any item in the store. Again, that's Organifi.com. Use code AWESOME for 15% off any item in the store. Okay, we're back. And Katie Proctor is here with us this week. She is telling us what we need to be reading this summer if we're looking for something to add to our book list. Not just what we need to, but what we get to read because there's so much great material out there. Katie, I know you've got some nonfiction selections, which these will totally speak to my heart. I love nonfiction reads. I know you specifically have some essays and memoirs, which are my favorite kind of nonfiction to read. So let's start with the essay collections. What do you have for essays for this summer? So the first essay collection I actually read in January, but I think this is one that you could read all year long. And the great thing about essays for me is that, especially in the summer, if you have just time to pick up one essay, you know, you can read through one in 10 or 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. put it down. You don't have to get frustrated when you lose track of a plot or anything like that. So essays are perfect. Yeah. Perfect for like just like a little snapshot of reading, especially if you are trying to build out a reading habit, or maybe you're like, it's the summer. I don't have as much time to read as I want to. Like you said, it's just like 
10, 15, maybe, maybe 20 minutes and you've gotten some reading in for your day. So. Right, right. So the first collection I want to point out is These Precious Days by Ann Patchett. This book has a red cover. It has a really cute little dog on the front. It's just adorable. And I read this collection with a group of friends, which is the best way to do essays, in my opinion. And we were very bossy about how we read essays. And I'm going to be oh. really bossy for a minute about how you read essays. Okay. Don't binge these collections because yeah. they'll be over too soon. And then you'll be like, that was kind of sad. I like to read an essay a day and kind of sit with it for the rest of the day. Like read it, digest it, sit with it, and then move on to the next one the next day. Yes. I find that that's the, the way that I get the most like bang out for my book with essays. But yeah. this one, so Ann Patchett's an amazing writer. She writes fiction. She's did some journalism in her past. She also writes great essay collections and mm-hmm. This one included beautiful stories about her pets and her husband, her friends. There's one about Kate DiCamillo, who we all love from, you know, she's the writer of Because of Winn-Dixie. Yes. And Ann Patchett was like, I don't read children's literature until she met Kate DiCamillo. And then she read all of her collection and just the, the way that she kind of came around on, you know, how people write for children was so wonderful, especially oh. for me as I yes. write for children. So I love that. Yeah. Um, she wrote about, you know, this was a very new collection. So she wrote about what the pandemic was like for her. She wrote Mm. about meeting Tom Hanks because he was the narrator of her, um, one of her most recent books called The Dutch House. And so she talked about meeting Tom Hanks. And then the longest essay, which is probably about 70 pages. The rest of them are pretty short, like five Mm -hmm. to 10 pages. The last one is called These Precious Days. And it's about her friendship with Tom Hanks's assistant named Suki. And what she met her and they just developed this great email friendship and then her in real life friendship and kind of how their friendship um, went from there. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful oh, collection of essays. So I have passed this one along perfect. to my mom. I've passed this one along to other people and everybody has universally loved it. So I wanted to bring that one today for sure. Well, that sounds absolutely charming. She is really such a prolific and well-known and much beloved writer. And mm-hmm. I love when, especially writers who do write fiction, do something in the nonfiction realm, because it's like you get like more of this insight into who they are and mm-hmm. how they think about things and how they see the world. So That sounds absolutely charming. I love that one. Okay, another one is a very recent release, and this one is called Love That Story, Observations from a Gorgeously Queer Life by Jonathan Van Ness. Okay. Have you seen this one? I've seen the buzz around it, haven't read it, but I mean, who doesn't love Jonathan Van Ness? He's (laughs) brilliant and so fun. Yeah, I know I'm like years behind in the queer eye world because I just am not really a TV watcher, but I went to Chicago earlier this year to visit my sister and with her newborn baby. And so we watched the entire season six of Queer Eye and, you know, like ugly cry the whole time. And now I'm a JVN fan for life. So I had to get this one. (laughs) His first book is called Over the Top and it's a memoir really about his life. But this collection called Love That Story is really more about they're really essays about different topics. So he talks mm. about things like racism and privilege. He talks about healthcare, especially in the realm of HIV AIDS. Wow. He talks about marijuana. He talks about transphobia, how to treat even things like how to treat your hairdresser, you know, just wow. basic things. They're kind of all over the place. Of course, it's hilarious. He throws in all these random gymnastics and figure skating references that you just <laughs> like love. I, this one you have to listen to on audio. He reads yes. it himself. He gets very like high and screechy sometimes and Uh just like laugh along with him. And it's so much fun. I laughed. I cried. I felt every bit of his emotions about 
these really important topics. And I just yes. loved every minute of it. So this one's called Love That Story, Observations from a Gorgeously Queer Life by Jonathan Van Ness. And it's wonderful. It sounds absolutely amazing. And I'm fully in agreement that I really do think that some uh, material like that, you really need to hear it in the author's mm-hmm. voice. It makes such a difference. I usually think about that in the realm of memoir. I can't imagine. I mean, I know like plenty of people read memoir on the mm-hmm. page, but for me, I think it just comes to life when you hear, even if it's like Jessica Simpson, like that's yes. one of my favorite memoirs ever because I listen to it and just hearing the power of emotion in her voice as she was reading her words and her life story. So anyway, I normally think about it in the realm of memoir. I wouldn't have necessarily thought about it for essays, but I'm so glad that you're giving us that little heads up. I will absolutely listen to that one. Yeah, this one's really fun. Okay. And the third essay collection I have, I'm going to be bossy and tell you to get it on paper because it's just beautiful. It's called World of Wonders in Praise of Fireflies, Whale Sharks, and Other Astonishments by Amy Nizuka Matato. This one's a book of nature essays mixed in with memoir. So okay. she takes like a thing, like like an octopus. There's one about an octopus. Mm. And she ties kind of facts and things about the octopus to a memory that she has as a child or in, as, an, as, a, as an adult. So she's an interesting person. She grew up, um, she's half Filipino. She's half Indian. Her mother was a doctor, like at a mental institution in Kansas for a while. So she grew up like in that medical world. She grew up learning and reading and just exploring all kinds of things with her sister. So she has a lot of great insight on not only really cool things in nature, like fireflies. And I love, she actually bookends the book with the first one's about fireflies and the last one's also about fireflies. Oh my gosh, and so she it. kind of makes a full circle there, but um, yes. she just ties all these wonderful nature tidbits to memories of childhood, early motherhood, her marriage. There's just so much to love here. I read this one with Katie Cobb. Like we read it together and we read one a day like we do. And it yes. was just so much fun to to connect. And, you know, what memories do you have of this thing? Or have you ever seen yeah. a specific kind of tree? Or, you know, we were Googling pictures and we were, you know, getting into oh it, which gosh. was so much fun. The illustrations are just, it's a beautiful book. So pick that one up on paper if you can. It's called World of Wonders in praise of fireflies, whale sharks, and other astonishments. I love it. You know that the nature stuff speaks to my heart Mm -hmm. so much. And I think, obviously, in the summer, many of us are more connected to nature. We're outside. We're doing Mm -hmm. things, whether you are traveling or just in your own backyard. I live on our deck in the backyard Mm -hmm. uh, during the summer. And even just being outside in your backyard, you're more connected with nature. So this sounds like the perfect, like, contemplative, engaging way to boost your nature awareness. During yeah. And her writing is so concise and beautiful. Like it, mm. they're four pages, maybe the longest one was maybe four or five pages. They're really yeah. quick, but they're just, they pack a really big punch and I loved every single one. So that was a really Perfect. fun collection. Perfect. Okay. Um, let's see. Are we moving to memoir now? Yes. Okay. I have two really great ones. Okay. So the first one and I'm going to be bossy about this one, and you have to read this one on audio, too. Okay. Um, this one is called I Take My Coffee Black, Reflections on Tupac, Musical Theater, Faith, and Being Black in America by Tyler Merritt. Yes. So like most of us, you know, white Christian women, we have not heard of Tyler Merritt until Jen Hatmaker started to date him, which yes. is the cutest story ever. Um, if you haven't listened to Glennon Doyle and Abby Wambach talk to Jen about how they met on their podcast, which is called We Can Do Hard Things, I, go listen to it because it'll just 
just give you some little warm fuzzies. Anyway, so Jen Hatmaker and Tyler Merritt are a thing now, but he, before he met Jen, was a speaker, actor, um, musician, and he wrote this beautiful memoir called I Take My Coffee Black. He reads it on the audio, and it is one of the most interesting audio experiences I've ever had because really? he he not only does he bring all of his emotion to it, but he'll stop and like talk to his audio producer every once in a while. He'll be like, Hey, can we put this song in here? And she's like, Absolutely not. We do not have the copyright for that. Right. <laughs> and I so love it. There's just lots of cute little back and forth between them. There's parts where he gets very emotional and she's like, Hey, do we need to take a break? And they left all of that in there. So oh my it feels gosh, I'm obsessed. Like you're sitting it. in a coffee shop, like with him talking to him about his life and it's it's yes. just wonderful. His mom pops in for a little bit. His dad pops in for a little bit. He has a friend who's on Broadway now that pops in for a little bit. There's just so much to love here. He talks about growing up. He grew up in Las Vegas. He has a very strong faith, but also is disappointed in the church like many of us. Mm-hmm. And so he talks about that kind of tension. He talks about what it was like to be a black boy in Las Vegas and kind of dealing with gangs and all that kind of stuff and how his faith kind of saved him from that kind of life, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, He talks about musical theater because he's obsessed with musical theater. And there's a story about rent. I was in a drive-thru line picking up some food for my family. Yeah. And I was like crying actual tears listening (laughs) to him talk about rent and how important it was for him and and for Lin-Manuel Miranda and how they had... I didn't know this, but I guess they had saved the first two rows of the show in rent for anybody to come. Like they, you could, they weren't for season ticket holders. They weren't for yeah. the wealthiest. They did like a lottery system for who yeah. could come. And Lin-Manuel Miranda came to rent. And that is why we have things like Hamilton and Moana mm. because he was so inspired by it. So I loved every single minute of this audiobook. I want to listen to it again. It's just so good. And that's called I Take My Coffee Black Reflections on Tupac Musical Theater, Faith and Being Black in America by Tyler Merritt. I cannot wait. I am obsessed with the production. It sounds like absolutely that is my thing. I love to hear the behind the scenes stuff or just like you said, the stuff that they didn't cut that normally mm-hmm. would be cut. That's like, you know, the mechanics of it being recorded. I think that stuff is wildly fascinating. And it sounds, I mean, obviously it was a very intentional production choice mm-hmm. to leave it in because again, it gives you that intimate feel with um, him as the storyteller and his story. So Right. And I thought they did it brilliantly because it doesn't take you out of the story. Like, you know, they didn't do it too much that it was like, oh, again, we're doing this. No, it was like perfectly placed Mm. and just perfectly edited. I loved every single minute. So that's a good one. So good. What else do you have in memoir? Okay. So this one's called Bomb Shelter, Love, Time, and Other Explosives by Mary Laura Philpot. Now she wrote, I Miss You When I Blink, which I actually haven't read that collection. It's on my shelf now, but I know that was one that lots of people loved, loved, loved a few years ago. And so when this one popped up on Book of the Month, I was like, sure, let's get this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was going to be more essays, but it actually turned out to be more memoir, but kind of written in essay format. So I didn't sure. really know which category to put this one in. But she starts off this book by telling the story, the kind of scary story of her teenage son having a big seizure in mm. in the nighttime. And yeah. so she talks about what that experience is like, getting him in an ambulance and getting him to the hospital and all of the things oh, that wow. kind of happened after that. I thought the book was going to kind of focus on him and all of the aftermath. And she does pop in and tell things like that. But then there's lots more about that like middle motherhood where you don't have little babies 
And Mm -hmm. you don't have elementary kids anymore, but you have these big kids and these high schoolers that are ready to like leave the nest. And so I loved that because I'm not at that stage in my life yet, but I feel like I'll revisit this. And it was nice to kind of see a glimpse into the future of like, you know, people complain about teenagers a lot, but she gave a lot of great like ways that she delights in her teenagers. And I loved that so much. So this is essay, but it's also mostly memoir. And I love all the things she said about motherhood and friendship and her kids and their relationship. And it was just wonderful. So that one was called Bomb Shelter. That sounds fantastic. I am here to testify. I have two teenagers. I have two elementary kids and I have a three-year-old. <laughs> Teens are the best. They are the absolute best so far. I've, I've loved every year and I've loved every mm-hmm. stage, but I, I think for the amount of fear and trepidation there was around parenting teenagers, now that we've gotten here, I'm like, this is actually really great. I don't know what y'all were talking about. <laughs> I'm so glad. Every time I hear that, it makes me feel so much better about my future life. So, so good. Not without its, you know, challenges, but Mm -hmm. definitely so fun. So, okay, Katie, you know, I know sometimes in the summer, you're going to get out your spicy reads. It's Mm -hmm. hot and sweaty anyway. You might as well read some spicy romance. Rebecca and I recently shared our picks for some real spicy stuff in our romance starter pack, but you yourself have some spicy selections for us. So let's hear all about those. I do. So these are all three very recent releases and they are all three very open door. I don't want to make any mistake (laughs) about that. These are very open door. Yeah. Um, I actually listened to all three of these on audio. Oh, did you? (laughs) I kind of find that that's a fun way to do that for me. So um, I was, I was just talking to to Amy Allen Clark for her podcast, um, book gang. I don't know. I don't, it won't have come out by the time our episode drops, but we were laughing about like, if you're listening to spicy book on audio and you're like doing the dishes, it's Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) it's such a naughty feeling of just like, Oh my gosh. My heart is racing. Oh my goodness. And then you're just like washing dishes or folding laundry. We're cooking. You know, it's like, okay, I'm just blushing for no reason. It's fine. No one look at me. We're good. Exactly. Okay. Tell us everything. Okay. So the first one you've probably seen everywhere. This one's called Book Lovers by Mm -hmm. Emily Henry. Now I know both of us love Emily Henry. She wrote Beach Reads and she wrote People We Meet on Vacation, which are very fun. She to me is like the queen of the banter, right? Like she writes the best back and forth between her main characters. Yes. They are so fun. Um, So Book Lovers is has a special place in my heart because it takes place in the publishing world. So ah, our main yes. character is Nora Stevens. She's a literary agent living in New York City. She is very good at her job. She's very powerhouse. She has had some pretty weird romantic mishaps in her, okay. in her recent past because sometimes men just can't handle a woman who is like really good <laughs> at her job, right? And so they get a little fragile about that and she has had to deal with that. So yeah. um, she also is a very fierce protector of her little sister, Libby. She They have lost their mother. I don't know, remember how recently, but they have lost their mother. And so she, as the older sister, feels like it is her duty to take care of For her sure. sister, right? Yeah. So her sister's pregnant with her third kid. She is like, I need a mommy vacation. Let's go to this small town in, I don't even know where they are, small town somewhere. Mm-hmm. And they go stay for like a month or two or maybe even the whole summer, which I'm oh, like, how does wow. this pregnant lady get away with leaving her other two kids? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so they go to this small town and she ends and Nora ends up running into Charlie Lastra, who is a brooding and kind of cranky 
editor from New York. He is also staying in this small town for the summer. And she had had a previous like meeting with him and was not impressed. Like she was like, no. Mm -hmm. Um, But they actually find out that they're working on a book for a mutual client in this summer. So they kind of are forced to in proximity to be near each Mm -hmm. other. Um, And, you know, you can just tell where all of that goes from there. So it's wonderful. The ending is like maybe a little bit, if if people are kind of cynical, maybe the ending's a little bit too saccharine. But for me, it was perfection. Everything tied up with a sweet little bow. And I just was like, this is the best ever. So that's Book Lovers by Emily Henry. If you're reading a romance novel, I don't think you can complain with if the ending it's is true. too sweet because like <laughs> that's why you're there. True. <laughs> I I find it to be so satisfying when everything just kind of wraps up together. So Yes, me too. And I I do think that you're right. I think Emily Henry's gift for writing snappy, sexy, not not necessarily flirty dialogue, but like when they're like, you know, at at odds with each other. Just the dialogue I think that she creates gets you so invested in the characters mm-hmm. and so invested in the, you know, what's the outcome finally going to be that when they do finally connect, I think it's just that much more rewarding for the reader because you're just like so fully invested in their back and forth and their banter and those types mm-hmm. of things. So yes, so this one was so much fun. I loved it. Okay. So this next one, is called A Caribbean Heiress in Paris by Adriana Herrera. I got this one off of the Indie Press list by being a patron of Currently Reading, which if you're not doing that, I don't know why you're not. But this yes. book um, was a June <laughs> pick from Cafe Con Libros, which is in Brooklyn, New York. And um, it's so fun. Okay, so this is historical romance. It takes okay. place in the 1800s. You have Luce Alana, who is a an heiress to a thriving rum business in Santo Domingo. But her father's just died and left her with her sister. And she can't get her inheritance until she gets married. That's a stipulation. And this kind of like idiot guy is running her trust at the moment. So she's like, I'm going to go sell my rum at this exposition in Paris and try to, you know, make business over there and kind of start things for herself. She has no aspirations to fall in love, to get Mm -hmm. married, to do any of that, but she wants to keep her rum business alive for her family. Okay. Um, Then in Paris, we also meet Evan Sinclair, who is a Scottish Earl, and his life plan is to make his whiskey and become a bachelor forever because he also has no romantic aspirations, right? But he has kind of a secret thing happening where his mom left a secret will, leaving him the whiskey distillery. But the stipulation in her will is that he also must get married. So that that is such a pervasive trope in historical romance. I think it's hilarious, but it is a very common setup. And I'm also suspecting that between the rum and the whiskey that you're like, Meg's going to let her eat this. (laughs) All all tropes aside, yes, sign me up. Yes. So he is immediately like struck by her. She is kind of like unimpressed, but they team up as business partners as Uh you do. And then you can tell where that goes from there. This book is just like delicious to me. I don't know. I loved that. I did this one on audio. She has a perfect accent for all of it. Um, The other thing, though, is that she brings in a lot of really important discussions on colonialism Mm -hmm. and the history and biracial uh, relationships and all kinds of things that, you know, I kind of think it's like a romance plus. Like you get romance, which is delivers in space. But you also get all these great discussions about, well, 
what does that look like with slavery? And what does that look like with your family legacy and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff? And so there's lots of great uh, representation in there too. So I really, really love that one. And it's called A Caribbean Heiress in Paris by Adriana Herrera. Okay. That sounds so sexy and also very smart. Yes. Love it. Love it. Perfect to read when you've got a little drink in your hand too. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, Okay. And then the last one I have is by a favorite author of ours, Abby Jimenez. And this one's called Part of Your World. Um, I love her romance because I always feel like, again, she addresses bigger things than just like a, Mm -hmm. a simple love story, which make them really engaging. And this one's not any different. So we have Alexis Montgomery, who is heiress to hospital royalty think like meredith gray where like the whole hospital has been named after her family because they are the surgeons or whatever right yeah she's kind of a disappointment to her dad because she didn't take the surgery route she's an emergency room doctor which he feels like is beneath them um but she's very good (laughs) at her job she you know she's just one of those really again high-powered working women who love what she does. And um, she's driving home from a funeral and she's in this small town and her car, I think, ends up in a ditch. And who's going to pull her out? Oh, the sexy mechanic. Sexy lumberjack looking (laughs) man, you know, who his name is Daniel Grant. And he is basically the royalty of this small town. He kind of does everything. I think he's the mayor of the town. Um, (laughs) I love it owns an Airbnb that he does. That's his main business is that he has this family house that he's turned into this Airbnb. He builds furniture. He's just very rugged and handsome and sweet, Mm -hmm. like perfect, right? But Alexis is like, well, our lives are never going to be compatible, right? Like he can't leave this town and she can't leave her hospital. And so she's feeling very conflicted about what to do with this, but she drives down to visit him a lot Uh and, you know, all the things from there. So... I love this one. They had to, you know, it's a great exploration of kind of seeing how if your lives really aren't compatible, like what choices do you have to make to be with somebody if you really love them, you know? And so there's a lot of interesting family dynamics that happen um, and just a lot of sweet little, you know, small town love. So that one's called Part of Your World by Abby Jimenez. And it was a delight. Oh, my goodness. And Abby Jimenez is one of the, you know, sort of like um, contemporary prolific authors. She's got so many. If you like that one, you can dig into her backlist mm-hmm. and keep yourself highly entertained all summer for yes. sure. Yes. For sure. Oh, my goodness, Katie. I am like grinning from ear to ear because you have got me so excited about so many of these selections, um, both to read in print and via audio. So um, if people would like to come and track you down for more books and reading talk or to talk about these books, where is the best place for us to find you on the web? Well, I'm always in the sort of awesome hangout, but also I am at Katie Proctor writes and reads on Instagram. And that's pretty much where I do most of my book talking and messaging and all the things. So Instagram is where you can find me. Yeah. Katie's account is fantastic. If you do like to talk about or hear other people talk about books and also, you know, some behind the scenes of the writing process too, Mm -hmm. ma'am. Enjoy that (laughs) as well. Um, If you want to find me on social media, you can come and find me at Sorta Awesome Meg and all of the places. Again, we would just really super love to have you come and join one of our communities or or both or all of them. Come join us this summer. We will hang out with you. We will keep you company. We will keep you um, definitely supplied with books and all kinds of things this summer. So come find us on social media again at Sorta Awesome Show on Instagram, the Sorta Awesome Hangout on Facebook. Katie, thank you so much for this. This is such a gift to awesomes everywhere. Thank you so much for having me. I always, always love talking books with you. 
Love it. Love it. Okay. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see y'all next time. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.